Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we're coming from Key Cocker, more specifically, Lionfish Souvenirs and Adventures. And I'm speaking with Tony today, who is the son of Danny, who runs this place and owns this company and does great stuff. And Tony, you're one of the workers here, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. Welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, well, you already know my name, Tony. So I've been doing this for about eight years now. How old are you? So I just turned 13 the 9th of August. <laughs> wow. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you've been doing this since you were how old? About three or four. Do you now? remember from when you started? Yeah, I remember trying to touch a fish and then getting scolded for it. But now <laughs> I can officially show people that I am able to touch a fish without being stung. Nice. So do you remember the first time you saw a lionfish? Or is yeah. it kind of a blur at this point? So I still remember it. We, my mom was out. She came back with the fish, and I'm wondering because it was the first time ever seeing them, because I didn't even know the fish existed. But so my mom went out to go practice, and she left the island. When she came back, that's when I saw the jewelry, but I didn't know the fish it was from. Oh. So then she went out with my grandpa, and then we came back and I got one. And when they got it, I saw it was a beautiful fish. And I wanted to touch it, but my grandpa said no. And then my mom, she's like, don't touch the fish. <laughs> so I remember a little smack on the hand. And what do you do here at the this uh, establishment, this cool little shop here in uh, Keycocker? So what we do here is we explain to people around the world what this fish does to our reef, the bads, the goods. And we try to spread awareness. We also take people out hunting. So we spread awareness, no matter how old or young you are, you can still go out. Even if you can't catch a fish, we still show you the, ex the experience right. of how we try to get them. Right. Have you caught lionfish before? Yeah, I've caught them fishing actually, and with a hook stick. Really? To get lobsters, I've caught them with a hook stick. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty talented. Yeah. How many have you caught so far, do you think? I've lost count. <laughs> that's good. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, and you like to eat the lionfish? Yes. my favorite way I've actually tried it was in sushi once. Really? Yeah, right at Tobacco Key. Oh, okay, yeah. Nice. And so you were you were at Tobacco Key for one of the tournaments they had there? Yes, sir. Have you been to other tournaments around the uh, around the country? No, not at the moment. But I've been at the one here, helping at the one here on the island. I've been in the one in Tobacco Key. And I've once been to one in San Pedro. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so, what is it like to grow up as a child here on Keycocker? Well, it, I would say it's a bit different than someone who lives there in the States. Mm -hmm. It's way different because here we learn how to swim at mostly a very young age. So more than some people. And people are always surprised at how we know so much about our oceans, uh, more about our history than some people do about yeah. where they're from. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's a beach town, so you're. Uh, yes. Do you go to the beach a lot? Yep, I live right on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, uh, so what are your kind of hobbies that you do on the island? Well, if I'm not in school, I'm swimming or going out with my uncle to scuba dive. And you're you're certified for diving, right? Yep. Just what? recently got my advance. Really? Yeah. And so how old are you again? Thirteen. Thirteen, and you've got your advanced scuba diving license yep. certificate. So Good for you. Junior advance. Good for you. And what do you want to do with that when you, I'm not, I'm going to say you're not grown up because you're grown up working already, yeah. working hard, but when, uh, 
maybe a little bit, a few more years down the road, what would you like to do? I don't know, maybe biology, marine biology. Yeah. Something good. And, um, well, you know, there's always a option B. Something doesn't work out, so probably pilot if oh, bi nice. biology doesn't work out. Nice, nice. And do you help your mom with the jewelry making? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So the jewelry making, we first always start off with the coconut and make sure we always have the lionfish. Right. Because no lionfish, you know, no jewelry. <laughs> yeah, you can't make lionfish jewelry without lionfish, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then we would go out, hunt them, and then once the people come back from hunting them, we would get them, and then we would start with the fins. And then once we would have that fins, then we would start our cutting. So we would cut it, leave it to dry for a couple of days to let it be a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. And then we would start with the cutting of the coconut. So then we would cut the coconut in triangular shapes, diamond shapes, all of those. And then we would place the after standing it as well because you know the coconuts little ears so then we would sand it then we would place the lionfish on top then we would put varnish on top of it to keep it stronger and last longer oh wow and you use the coconut because it's recyclable or is it it's recyclable and a free product and yeah. it gives the coconut weight and the lionfish weight yeah and not for it to just easily break while you're wearing it oh that's true too yeah, yeah. And it's a piece of the island that they're getting, yes. so it's a coconut came from the island. Yes, and we would usually get the coconuts from people who would make coconut milk, coconut rice, so we would buy it for them from a 25 cents, so they make extra as well. Oh, wow. And you were telling me about the coconut, uh, We were you when I first met you, yeah. you were showing me some of the plants, the coconut palms coming up, Yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, we can eat that. Yeah. Tell me about that. So when the coconut... For, I'm sorry to interrupt, but for me as an American, I've always had, when you have a coconut, it's a hard, you know, you yeah. crunch it, you, it's a hard mm -hmm. flesh, if you will, yes. uh, and very chewy. So t tell us about the one that you were talking about. So this one is like, it's like a fermented coconut. Okay. It's been there for years. So while the coconut is a tree is already starting to sprout, yep. you can dig it up. And once you dig it up, you can husk it, then break it. So when you break it, you might get a weird smile, that's normal. Yep. But then once you start to um, eat it, you see it's like, it's like foam cake. Like a foam cake? Yeah. And do you lose the tree? Do you have to kill the tree to get to it? That, yes. That new, new but growth? Coconuts repopulate <laughs> like crazy. So. I see that on this island, they're popping up everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter if after that, you can still get back the tree. That's what our ancestors used to do, they would eat it and then they would still have a bunch of trees left. Right. So that's so. And then you could also reuse the coconut husks for anything you'd like. And nice. then the, the part before, when you husk it, you can use that for smoke for mosquitoes. You're 13, you work with your mom here at Lion for Souvenirs and Adventures. And you've been working here since you were like single digits, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. Um, well, I know you're starting school. You're starting high school. Yep. What, what are you most excited about with that? To learn more things that I haven't learned here. More history subjects and to make new friends. It would be fun to go there and also help some of my friends because when I showed them that I'm certified, they're like, where can I get certified? I told them here at the school, teaches you to wow. get certified for free. At the school? Yeah, at the high school. So our wow. high school is different. So here they teach you life lessons. So they pay you. So you get to, you get 40 bucks. You get 40 bucks. So 20 bucks goes to school fees. 
and then you keep 20 bucks. So you wow. make your own money. Wow. You do that by taking people out bicycle riding and by doing, so they call it biking with purpose and kayaking with purpose. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. So they teach you life lessons. And you're, it's showing you that you can make a living yeah. doing something natural and fun. and. Yeah. So they teach you embroidery, jewelry making, technology, everything, coding. I, I was driving back to my cabin and uh, I was talking with one of the, somebody on the bike and it's saying it's a slow season right now and he's doing whatever he can to, mm -hmm. to try to make some money. Um, is it difficult in the summertime here for, for a lot of workers? Um, it depends on what job you have. Tour guides, they would go out once or twice a day. Depends on what they get. But during the, a month, I would say they would only go out 10 times, 10, 15 times for a month. Mm, wow. So, and they only make about 100 every time they go out, 150, depends on what type they do. Sure. Same thing with the fishing. Commercial fishing is getting lower and lower, rarer right. and rarer. So, the reason why the people who work in call centers, they make more money because all they do is just phone calls. Right. But compared to the actual workers, like the divers, the tour guides and all of that, it's less because of the bad population Belize is getting. So then they say, oh, the island is too. And I would imagine that uh, there's not a lot of industry here on this island. It's It seems to be more of a tourism, yeah. fishing, uh, diving, yes. recreational. It's all of that. We try to keep it old time-ish, but with the new government and everything, like they're slowly trying to take that away. We've had um, the locals fighting for them not to pave the roads. Oh. Because they wanted to pave our roads, yeah. but we, we don't want that. We don't want our um, island to look like San Pedro or the city. Gotcha. And there's no, there's no cars on the island anyway, so... Yes, it's all golf carts, or we do have trucks and we do have cars. Yep. There's about three cars on the island. Three? Three. Wow. So those three How are... How special they are, huh? Yes. <laughs> so the bank has one, okay. and then you can get one, but you need to do a bunch of registration, and it takes forever. Gotcha. So people would just rather get a golf cart. Yeah, it, it's nice to kind of bike around, and yeah. a lot of people walking, biking, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, some golf carts here and there. So our island is very small. It's about five, five miles long, okay. five, seven miles long. And as you know, the island is split in two here. Yeah. So. So is this part five to seven miles, or is it the this entire? This is five Peacock? seven miles. Okay, and then the, the, the north next, one. The ne next point is longer. Okay. That's I think it's not around ten miles. Is that as populated as the the southern no, one? No, this side is more popular. Okay. Popular, but that side is more mangrove. Over there is more less popular, more more cooler than here. Really. More trees and everything, but there is worse roads than here. Yeah. Because my uncle lives on that side. Do you get over there much? Yeah, I go over there a little here and there. It's fun. We see lots of crocodiles over there. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, you see a huge one. The other day we saw a 15-footer. Wow. Just chilling in the water. In the ocean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a fun dive, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I know uh, you got some work to do, get ready for high school coming up and some work around the shop here. So I'm going to let you go. I appreciate uh, all that you do and helping your mom out. That's really cool. Um, and you're getting a really good lesson about business at a young age, which is really good. And I wish you guys well. And yeah. keep up the good work. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay. We're out of here.